Welcome to Healing the Spirit, a space where we awaken our creativity, deepen our connections, and remember who we are through the lens of astrology, archetypes, and art making. I'm your host, Jonathan Coe. Hello everyone, welcome to Healing the Spirit, and welcome to this week's contemplation. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my reflections and insights on the astrology, as well as the energy of the coming week, and my invitation is for us to co-create a space where you can really listen to your own knowing coming forward and feel into what sensations are present in your body what intuitive knowing are coming up for you, what emotions are arising, and trust that these are pointers that will lead you to your own experience and your own truth. And I really hope that us creating this space at the beginning of the week or whenever you may be listening to this will be helpful and beneficial for you. And so this is for the week of December 18th, 2023. And as always, let me begin with a little bit of a rundown of the astrology. On Monday, December 18th, Mercury, which is currently retrograde in Capricorn, will try in Jupiter, which is currently retrograde in Taurus. And then on Thursday, the 20th, we have the solstice, which is a winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, summer in the Southern Hemisphere. We have Venus and Scorpio opposing Uranus, which is currently retrograde in Taurus. We have Mercury in Capricorn, sextiling Saturn in Pisces, and then we have the Sun entering Capricorn. On Friday, the 22nd, we have the Sun conjoining Mercury. Um, on Saturday, the 23rd, we have Mercury re-entering Sagittarius in its uh, retrograde motion. And then on Sunday, the 24th, the Sun in Capricorn will sextile Saturn in Pisces. And so what struck me when I first look at the overall energy of the week was this sense of dichotomy. There feels to me like the first half of the week, which has a very specific energy, and then the second half of the week, which has a different uh, flavor. So uh, the first half feels to me either sluggish and potentially frustrating or very still and contemplative, depending on where you're at, right? If you are in a point or in a place in your journey where you really need to um, be getting something done, the first half may be challenging, may pose some challenges, Um and we'll talk more about, about that in a second. And the second half feels really dynamic. And in the dynamism of the second half of the week, it may bring illumination. And it may also bring some trickster energy. There may be um, times where you notice that you are not fully able to make sense of what is happening 
in the second half, and it may it may feel like quite a, a change in pace and quite a change in rhythm. And so, for this particular contemplation, what feels aligned for me is to share kind of a play by play breakdown of the astrology actually and let us be guided by that itinerary because um, there's a lot going on and some of them lead to the same place and give us kind of a similar vibe but I feel that breaking it down dissecting it which isn't always something that I do on these uh, contemplation episodes may be really helpful and so let's begin with the Mercury trine Jupiter uh, Mercury in retrograde in Capricorn, and then Jupiter in retrograde in Taurus. Um, this is happening on Monday the 18th, right? And to me, the energy here is when we think about Mercury as the planet of communication, when we think about Jupiter as this force, this larger force of um, beliefs and of buoyancy, of hope, of feeling sense, right? Both being retrograde and in earth signs, there can be an experience of not fully knowing how to think, how to feel, what to think, what to feel, right? There may be confusion and revisions around our beliefs and about the way that we've been thinking about things, right? The, the pattern of thoughts that we have allowed ourselves to uh, construct our reality upon. There's a feeling of a lack of North Star here. And if you're currently engaged in some sort of planning around the next year or even around the holidays, you may find that this start of the week is quite challenging and quite um, frustrating. This may be a really important time to ground yourself in patience and not feeling like you need to have all the pieces, uh, the puzzle pieces all kind of figured out, you know, and organized. Um, you may not get as much done as you would like. This, however, uh, on the other hand, can be a really fabulous time to do some reviews. If you are um, desiring, right, this process of looking back and taking stock of everything that you've accomplished, everything that you've managed to do, all the things that you have, um, that you can be proud of or that you um, are grieving about, this may be a really, really powerful time for that, you know, and um, honoring patterns, places, relationships that we have left behind feel like the most gentle, loving, compassionate use of uh, the energy. And so um, this really feels to me like you may have heard in magical communities or in, in magical circles, this idea that ending a ritual well is as important, if not more important than starting the ritual well. This, I think, really applies to this particular energy because the energy here feels very um, also like slippery to me, right? And so um, getting rooted in like what what is ending? What are you parting with? 
What are you no longer available for? Maybe really, really powerful here. I should also mention that the ruler of Mercury, while Mercury is in Capricorn, is Saturn, which is currently in Pisces, right? And then Jupiter is in Taurus, and the ruler of Jupiter then is Venus in Scorpio. And so both these signs, even though they are in Earth signs, they're retrograde, and they're also ruled by planets in water signs. And so there is kind of a shifty quality to this. There, I, I'm also sensing that emotions can be really all over the place here. That this might be a really emotionally charged time. Um, and without a lot of practical structures to support that, without a lot of um, ability to articulate what we are experiencing in a way that is satisfying, right? In a way that can really uh, land on the other person that we're communicating with. And so you might find that if there are really challenging conversations that you are meant to have, this may not be a time to expect that these challenging conversations will lead you somewhere um, that feels like a completion. You may still leave the conversations feeling deeply raw. It may feel very um, unfinished and it may feel very um, challenging. And there may be past pains and trauma that, that come up. And so this is a reminder and inv an invitation to really give yourself a lot of spaciousness here. A lot of spaciousness to process, a lot of spaciousness to feel, um, and to not feel like you have to come to any sort of conclusion. And then on Thursday, the 20th, we have the solstice, we have Venus and Scorpio opposing Uranus and Taurus, we have Mercury in Capricorn sextiling Saturn in Pisces, and the Sun enters Capricorn. So this is a very different energy, right? Like suddenly it's almost like we are. Um, not in Kansas anymore, in the words of Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. We are suddenly in a new land. Um, the sun entering Capricorn specifically, for me, feels so grounding. And this, make no mistake, this particular astrology and energy can feel really confrontational as well. But there's uh, another piece here where I feel like it can be really conducive to either getting things done or giving us clues about how to get things done. And I don't just mean logistically. In fact, what I mean is more about um, completing certain processes that we've been moving through, specifically in the last month. This to me has been one of the more surprising aspects of this year, which is how challenging the end of the year is feeling energetically and astrologically. It really feels to me like when I looked at the energy of 2023 at the beginning of the year slash end of the year last year, 2022, it feels like we are going to end the year with a certain level of buoyancy, you know? Um, it kind of feels like, okay, after eclipse season ended, we can all just relax and cruise through until we get to 2024. And turns out that is not true at all. <laughs> and you may be feeling this, 
you know, there, there's kind of a rush here and there's a chaotic energy for sure. This feels like a really powerful time to be looking at the foundations of our lives, our relationships, our business, our practices. And if you've been desiring to create structures, maybe a website for your services, or maybe you want to bring down ideas um, that you've been thinking about into reality, I would say that the second half of the week feels to me like a good time to get started on some of these um, projects, some of these ideas. And as I mentioned, there's a certain level of intensity here too. There's some chaotic energies up in the air. And the reason why I say that is because Uranus is ruled by Venus, which is in detriment in Scorpio. And Venus is ruled by Mars and Sagittarius, which is currently in a trine to the North Node in Aries. And also on Thursday, uh, the North Node is very close to the moon. So this doesn't feel like smooth astrology to me. There, there may be explosive energy here. And at the same time, the explosiveness of this energy feels like it's serving the possibility for alchemy. If you have been feeling stuck, this energy may really show you where and why you are stuck. And allowing yourself to work on or with that stuckness, be that coming into clarity with a boundary that maybe you haven't allowed yourself to claim, or removing a sense of being responsible for something you're actually not, may bring you to a new space. And coming into this new space doesn't feel to me like a place of completion. If there's anything that the whole energy of the week is kind of bringing up is that this is an energy or this is a week that feels like a lot of uh, lack of completion to me. There's um, a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of resolution here to be had in, in this, in the processes that are coming up this week. But being shown new terrains, achieving a new level or a different relationship with some of these patterns may bring a new perspective and that new perspective can bring a certain kind of relief or at least um, giving us a clearer direction about where we might need to be pointing to where we might need to be uh, placing our attention on right mercury in capricorn retrograde in capricorn sextiling saturn and pisces also feels to me like there's something here about the past coming back, illuminating a process that you're currently in. And this process may bring with it deeper layers of emotions, of unconscious, subconscious beliefs. And what I will say about this process that we're currently in is that it's okay if we don't have words for it. If it doesn't feel like there's a framework that can really hold these emotions and these experiences, that's okay, right? Just notice and feel into uh, what your practices are around uncertainty. Observe your relationship with uncertainty and notice what you do. What are your go-tos around these uncertainties, right? Notice your coping mechanisms. Notice um, 
where you are wanting to run away from life. And this is not an invitation for judgment, right? But rather an invitation for true observation. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, I think, what feels important and interesting to share. And then on Friday, the 22nd, the sun will conjoin Mercury uh, retrograde, right, in um, Capricorn, which is a um, Mercury Kazemi. And this feels to me like an opening. You know, there's an opening of the energy here that may allow that that day may be a really good time to actually have some of these more challenging conversations if that opportunity presents itself right and what does it mean to give yourself space to say the things imperfectly and not feel like you have to control the outcome right but rather to um to allow yourself to communicate from that desire from that awareness that communicating may bring about health even if it's imperfect even if it's messy right? Even just opening that line of communication, a willingness to um, be seen through your words, right? Through um, naming your desires can be really, really powerful. Um, and then on Saturday, the 23rd, Mercury re-entered Sagittarius. And so this one is a very, it feels big to me. This may be a time where we are reviewing our beliefs or invited to review our beliefs. And what I mean by beliefs here are not necessarily limited to the beliefs that we are announcing publicly, right? These are not the beliefs that we are sharing all over social media. These are not the beliefs that we necessarily are sharing with family, right? Or those of us who are in space holding uh, capacities, maybe sharing with clients and students, right? These are the underlying beliefs that drive our actions. The energy here feels subtle, almost imperceptible to me, but it also feels really important and foundational. And potentially, if we allow ourselves to get really real with looking at these underlying beliefs, they may bring up um, a revealing, an opening, an apocalypse to us. And it feels very much tied to that which we are devoted to. The reason why I say that is because Mercury is opposing Vesta when Mercury re-enters Sagittarius. And so there's something about this moment that is about energetic sobriety. What does it mean to truly honor our energy as our most precious resource? Where are you not allowing yourself to act in accordance, in alignment with what you say are your values? And how might this misalignment impact the quality of your devotional practices? Something to consider here are things like, am I still allowing myself to be engaged in relationships or patterns within relationships that actually 
are really not in alignment with who I am anymore? Am I moving from a space of should? Am I not allowing um, certain confrontations to happen? Am I not allowing um, certain maybe dissolutions to happen because I'm trying to hold on to a certain idea of what my path needs to look like? And maybe on a deeper level, am I still holding on to this idea of what a good person look like? And this is not to say that all of us are supposed to go out there and just be, you know, this horrible people, right, who don't care about other people. But I do believe that this is a time of shifting compass where a lot of us are really being called to look at our sense of integrity and consider where we might have been uh, allowing energetic leaks. Where are we so attached to this culture, right, of um, the good, what I call the good or the nice person culture, you know, which isn't really rooted in a lot of sincere desire to either make the world and ourselves, because we also are part of the world, to make the world a better place and not really rooted in truth, right, of who we actually are. And so, you know, speaking personally as someone with strong Gemini and Virgo placements, someone who is quite mercurial, it's easy for me to believe that I can do everything and anything, right? That I can be everything. But the reality is often quite different. The reality is things don't matter to me equally. Some things, some places, some relationships matter more to me than others. Can I claim that? Can I let myself answer the call of that which matters to me? Can I allow myself to be in service to the things, the people, the places, the missions, the visions that are really in affinity with me? Even if that means allowing myself to grieve what I will lose in the process of allowing myself to be fully in devotion to that which I am aligned with? What do I need to release to be in deeper alignment with that which I'm devoted to? And how do I let my whole body, my whole life, be this really beautiful offering to that devotion and that devotional process? And what does it mean to not be satisfied with just saying that one is devoted to something, but to allow one's whole existence to orient towards that devotion. This is something that can be truly satisfying, but it can also be something that's really scary because when we allow ourselves to be truly devoted to a vision or a community, or a mission. This is the kind of intensity 
that I believe our modern world is not really equipped for, right? We love seeing the results. We love seeing the glam. But the commitment to the path is often what deeply matters. And that commitment to the path often happens behind closed doors. You don't get a Grammy for committing to the path necessarily. There's no guarantee for external validation for success. And so knowing that, what are you going to do about it? Do you even have a choice? You know, do you even have a choice about whether you want to devote yourself to this or not? Or are you just so in line and walking step by step with this devotional path? even if it feels really, really hard. And finally, on Sunday, the 24th, the sun in Capricorn will sextile Saturn in Pisces. And so again, to me, this is speaking to that connection between structures and our dreams. And this may be a really interesting time, as you can see, right, from my play-by-play -play breakdown here. This whole second half of the week is, to me, such a potent time to be really thinking about what am I devoted to and how do I want to show that devotion? How is my whole life essentially an offering? to this devotional path and allowing yourself to be with the intensity of that and allowing yourself to really take a good hard look at the structures that are present and ask yourself, is the structure really serving the dream, really serving the vision, really serving the mission, right? Structures can include relationships. Structures can include the place where you live. Structures can include the ways in which you are making, um, bringing in material resource, you know, or bringing in social resource. And so um, that's what I'm going to leave you with here. I think there's a, a certain kind of sobriety that one can access if one doesn't allow oneself to be tossed about by the intensity of this particular week. That there, yes, there will be chaos, um, hopefully in a way that feels not totally scary, right? Um, I, I really hope that that chaos feels more like a static rather than like an actual chaos, right? But um, wherever you may find yourself on this path this week, I encourage you to think about that idea of your life as being an offering and see what shifts. She would see what shifts in the ways that you orient towards reality, you orient towards one another and take good care of yourself and take good care of each other as we are ending the year. This is the second to last week of the year. Right? And so um, 
I wish you a beautiful, beautiful week. And whatever may come up, I hope that you take time to really give yourself the space to breathe and to sit with everything that's coming up and to allow the process of your own unfolding to be one that's regenerative, one that gives back to the universe itself. Thank you so much. I deeply appreciate your presence here. I don't take it for granted. Thank you for being in this devotional path with me. And I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Take care. Sending you lots and lots of love from the depths of my heart. Thank you.